So what I'm really interested in, that 40-day postpartum, yeah. I did it where I stayed upstairs, and it was funny because my in-laws thought I was depressed because I didn't leave the upstairs for 40 days. <laughs> and they were like, is everything, oh, oh, are you all right? Like, we just, we didn't, you didn't come downstairs. And I was like, this is great. My husband's like waiting on me. I've got like food. Like, we're good. Oh, we're fine. It's the best. It's the it's best. The best. Um, but I want to talk about those two things because I think those would be really interesting. And I also think that like for somebody, for normies that are like, or not even normies, but people that are like, I don't have the capacity to stay in a room for 40 days. Yep. I know how to, I know how to talk to these people because I, I, I tell every one of my patients. So the 40 days are, can, can, can set the stage for an entire life of a human being. And, and the reason why is because you're giving the child security. So the 40 days, the mother and the child, they stay in the house. They don't leave the house. Uh, and it's so much easier in COVID times because most women and their child, they no one left the house with their child. So all of these kids, I'm very interested to see in 18 to 20 years, what kind of kids we're going to have because they were home for 40 days just by default. And the 40 days are also so important for the mother because you cannot underestimate the need for rest after birthing a human. And many, uh, many women do underestimate it greatly, greatly. And they start usually about, I think it's like six or seven days after the birth, a woman tends to get this like an infusion of energy mm -hmm. and they are, they all of a sudden think they can go around and go out and about and, and they, they, but it's a trick. It's a trap in a way, because what, what they say and what I've seen is that in those 40 days, if a mother really rests, they can get back to their normal kind of energy level or somewhere near it. Cause I'm not going to say normal because they're, if they're nursing, that's different too. They can get to their energy level back and, and, and kind of get really quite situated about three to four months after the birth. But those that overdo it in that first 40 days, it can take years for mm -hmm. a woman to get her, regain her strength from the birth experience, the physiological impact of birth itself, whether you have a vaginal delivery or a C-section, it does not matter. Um, and so in those 40 days, the, uh, when the umbilical cord is, is, is cut, there is a slow separation between the mother and the infant's aura that occurs. Um, it's a slow separation. So the, the, the aura of the mother, or you can call that an electromagnetic field is governing the child's aura when the child's in the utero, they're, 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 they're one, they're like one. So when, when the umbilical cord is cut, there's just this slow separation of the auras. So the child then becomes their own 
person. And so you're giving that infant a sense of security by slowly moving them away from the mother. And if you, if a woman can, but being very peaceful about it, it's recommended that they keep the baby within nine feet of the mother in the first 40 days, but being peaceful because things happen, things come up. I always just want women to be very peaceful with their choices and, and you should, and they should be, everyone should be, but that's just a recommendation. Um, and, um, there's, there's a healing that has to happen for the woman also, um, as far as just the uterus, um, it's moving back to its normal spot, which happens, you know, you know, seven days or so after the birth where it kind of goes back to the normal spot. Um, the digestive juices of the woman have really slowed down. Mm. So in the 40 days, if, if she's being served warm healing foods, that can be very helpful. That can be very helpful for milk production. Just not leaving the house can be very helpful for milk production as well. And for healing, because, you know, I, I talk to these women and, you know, sometimes they have to take the baby out to go to the pediatrician. And so I always tell them, okay, that's totally fine. You can still do the 40 days. You had to do that. You had to go do that get in the house and don't leave your bed now for 72 hours now that you've had this huge event. So, you know, there, there are pediatricians that will come to the house if you need to have um, a child looked at, but in some cases that's just not the reality for those families, but they can still come home right after that and get in bed and finish up, you know, so being very peaceful about it, the 40 days, can can give a sense of security and and really imprint the thing that I was talking about earlier how you want to talk to your baby when you're in the when the baby's in the womb mm -hmm. the mother can still imprint that child in the first 40 days with 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 um teachings with with uh teachings about the world with talking to them about street smart with anything with you know you can read them books all of that stuff I love the 40 days yeah I mean it's it's such a luxury for a first child with the 40 days because I'm like oh that that seems easy I had a winter baby too so like I didn't want to leave um you also realize we were sort of we were in a position where we were looking for houses so on the 30th day I left and it was like, I, I felt like this raw open wound or something. Like I was like, I mean, I, I was carrying him the whole time. We looked at like two spots and, um, but it was funny. Cause I remember, uh, my husband talked to your husband and he was like, you know, this is like, we have to, we can't, we have to live our lives. Like these are things that we yeah. have to do. Like we have to go to the pediatrician. Yeah. Some people, yeah. um, it, we're not in a scenario where someone can come to us. So it is, it's great to have these, um, to have the framework and to aspire for like not leaving that bed for that entire time. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's a lot also for, I think, I think maybe more of a Western thing where it's like, for me, it's like, I don't, 
know what to do. I don't know how to relax. I like to go. I like knowing that I have work to do. Like, so when I had a child in that 40 days, I felt like I could really reset just how I am. My, cause I don't see me not being able to relax. That's actually like a real flaw. <laughs> I need to be able to relax. And, but what I'm, what I'm curious about is, cause you have two children. So what was your second child? What was that 40 days like? How did you, was it more challenging to just be like, okay, mom's in the room now. You know, it's, it's your first child. It's their everything, the entire world. And they, they have access to you at any time, more or less. And then there's another little baby coming in. <laughs> it's like, okay, mom's going to do this now. <laughs> How do you integrate yeah. that? So that's a great question. The 40 days, if a woman can, yes, they're going to try to even stay in one room. Um, but we are householders and we're doing our best, right? Like we're, we're just people, we're humans. For the second child, I was really um, fixed on doing the 40 days also, but I had to really set myself up and I had the luxury of um, having, we have incredible, I have incredible in-laws that paid for our nanny to come from nine to six every day for like the first, you know, four weeks or whatever. So they could, she could look after, um, my older son who was only two years and two months. And, but, you know, in that case, I had to come out of the room. I couldn't stay in the room for 40 days. That was too much for my older son. Um, and, but I brought the baby with me, but I didn't leave the house. And I, I felt really good about that. And if I had to leave the house for any reason, I would feel really good about that too. But I, I, this was what I wanted to create for my family. And so, and I tell people, can you try to get, when they ask me, they're like, yeah, but I want to pick them up from school or daycare. Generally mamas, when the second baby comes, all they are thinking about is the first child. Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a it's it's a general rule (laughs) and um I see it all the time they're they're more concerned with the first child than they are the baby yeah (laughs) Yeah. I could see that and so um so the baby's just kind of like hanging out but um (laughs) (laughs) the baby's just like okay well um so yeah I mean I just brought the baby everywhere with me in the house. So cute. And I stayed in that room definitely quite a bit that first week, just physically I needed to, and physiologically just for my own recovery. Uh, But I set myself up um, for success. And I also had like someone coming in to cook for me because I knew that was going to be challenging. And I, I was, I was really lucky. And then um, uh, we had people do a meal train for us. Oh yeah. For those are great. Both of both the kids. Cause with my first baby, because I was a know-it-all at the time, I thought I knew everything and I was just not going to need any help. 
And um, so I had no help. Um, and we weren't really in the financial place to get the help anyway at that point. And um, we had a meal train though, which was awesome. But I could have used some help for yeah. me. Yeah, sometimes you're like, okay, this is great. You know, everyone's showering with gifts and it's like cards in the mail. And you're like, can I get someone to come and like do the laundry? <laughs> yeah. Or j- I, I needed people to talk to. And I think or someone to talk women, to, yeah. you know, I needed, I think women after they birth, they need other women around, even if it's just one or two, which really it shouldn't be too many. Because the thing about introducing too many people, um, in those 40 days, also going back to that is it's, it's just energetically, it's, it's a lot of different, um, energies coming around that new child. And the the child was living in the house of the mother's womb. And so even just staying in that one room, being around just a few people, it's a lot of different energies that they're getting used to. And so it gives them a sense of security during that time when it's limited the amount of people, but again, be peaceful about it because maybe it's a mother who needs that. um, She needs to be surrounded by women. She needs women to be around her so she could talk. So she can talk about her birth so she can have this support. So I think there has to be some variation within uh, everybody's journey in the 40 days. I really think that that would be, um, something that every woman should consider. Absolutely. I, it's, you know, talking to women, I think in general, we put a lot of pressure on the husbands to like fill all of these, these gaps in, especially like, you know, in the household and like a nuclear family, you're not, you know, it's like you and you're like your husband and your children or like your partner and your children. So it's like, and we put so much, I noticed that when I, when I had, cause my midwife came, I did like a seven week postpartum with my midwife and those times that she came, it was, it was more for me. Like I just, I could tell her how I was feeling. Um, and I could, you know, what we're going through and like just the new dynamics of the household that I think it serves, it serves your relationship better when you have someone like almost a sounding board that's outside of the marriage or the house you know Um, yeah it's like it's and it's also a cheerleader like the midwife is like a cheerleader who's like you're doing really well like you you're everything is exactly how it's supposed to be you can do this you're okay you know all of those things that's okay if you did that and and maybe you didn't feel like you should have that's okay you know yeah because the whole thing with women as as new moms is there's two there's two stances and there's nothing in between there's either parental guilt or there's parental urge and parental urge is that it's like you have this energetic like urge to see your child doing well or to project that everything's going to be okay. Or, you know, that kind of stance you're, you're moving in a positive current and, and parental guilt is absolute opposite. And it is the most destructive for any woman and, and every woman dabbles in it. And it is, it is contraindicated Mm -hmm. because (laughs) it is not going to help any woman in any way. 
and and every woman is just doing the best they can in that moment and so if if all women could accept the choices they've made into i mean my teacher always says everything that happened or that occurred in your life any choice you made was for your benefit because it was and so i think that's where we need to help women we need to help women in 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 that everything i just said we have to help them yeah i don't like when people get guilty yeah it doesn't help anybody it's not (laughs) it's not it's not right yeah. Well, guilt is, I mean, yeah, it's like generational. You're like, oh, there, there it goes again. There's that Catholic guilt. There it is. Um, oh yeah. Just, That's, that know. can like, that can like creep right in. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, I'm not doing that. It's, I, you know, and, and telling it, no, you know, just, you can turn the dial like, nope. And then yeah. I, I was, I was, I was reading about what Tr- Tina Turner said, you know, she said, um, she would get a negative thought and then she would say eight positive um, statements to counteract it. Oh, wow. I love that. Isn't that cute? So sweet. Sorry. I, Anybody- just, I just heard my, I hear Isaiah crying right now. So I'm like, Aww. sorry. Um, I didn't want you to think I was distracted. <laughs> oh, no. I know. I know how it is. I know my kids were getting ready for, for school um, about 20 minutes ago. And I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. What What are they missing? What does mom have to find? I was like, uh-oh, I hope this is going to go okay. Oh, my God. Um, Hold on just a second. Okay, he stopped. I asked Remy to bring him up so you can see him. You haven't seen him oh. in a while. Oh, Hi. my goodness. Yay. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I love him so much. (laughs) I can't even believe it. I'm going to try. I know you can't hear me. (laughs) He's tired. We have to go get his blood drawn in 30 minutes. God, he's so nice. Look at that sweater. What a doll. What a doll. She's saying you're a doll. (laughs) He's like, no, I'm not. I'm a magician. (laughs) 